win in style We've done it for a while It's better to aim very high Then our football story will echo with glory Hello and welcome to Season 5, Episode 15 of uh, Echoes to Glory. I'm ASD, who are you? I'm Dan. You're Dan and it's just me and you, Dan. Uh, Jack yes. has his birthday, so happy birthday, big man. Uh, and then Stato's ill, I think, or his missus ill. Actually, tell you what he did tell me, he's, um, he's, he's debuting on another podcast about the 90s and football shirts, so I think he will enjoy that more than this one, to be honest. Possibly, yeah. possibly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we've, we've, as it's the two of us, we've got the uh, the candle lit in front of us. We've got the candle and the cans of coke, basically, yeah, you know, and the biscuits. Yeah. Um, cans of coke, cans of coke. Um, now, the first question has been a really interesting one because um, I was having a chat with Joseph Alvarez on the Facebook page, and I offered him the chance to write the first question because I've been writing for five years and I've run out. <laughs> <laughs> And he said he's got a serious questions. So he grew up in Australia, he lives in Australia, and he needed a team to follow in the EPL, the English Premier League. So he, And growing up, he got, actually got quite a lot of racist abuse just playing football and growing up. Um, so he has a look at the history of clubs and he identified with Tottenham, um, particularly about the whole Yids thing. And he believes Spurs is one of the clubs in the 70s and 80s with little to no neo-Nazi elements in its hardcore fan base. And his question is, have any of us friends or listeners had similar experiences when choosing to support Tottenham. He's fascinated about how a non-English fan picks a Premier League club out of nowhere. The more years, the better. Now, I've put that out to Reddit and we've, it's gone mad. We got 58 responses. So what we'll do is we'll come onto that question after we do Quarabag and Chelsea so we can devote some time to it. Um, so let's quickly talk about Quarabag and Chelsea. So when you saw the team for Quarabag, I mean, did you go? Um, no, because we've been sticking with that team pretty much in the later in the latter part of the uh, the group stage anyway. So personally, I wasn't surprised. I, th- I said last week that I reckon he wouldn't make too many changes, and then he'd probably rest the players for today and tomorrow. I'd imagine, yeah, and then start again on uh, on Wednesday and and think about the weekend. Was it, was it the right decision based on what what's happened since? When they I win, think so. I think now? so. I think when. Um, before those three games, you you said you would have been happy with five points. Bang on. Yeah. So and and I'm happy as well. It's a shame we didn't make any ground on the um, on the on the top teams. It would have been nice to have gone in, uh, finished the weekend about like two points off the top. That would have been pretty sweet. Absolute madness. That yeah. would have been. Well, abs- that um, but we still would have been in fifth. Yeah. So the top five teams would have been separated by two points, which. Well, actually, no, it wouldn't because of Arsenal, but never mind. It's, it's, so, yeah. it's a really mad league this year, isn't it? I mean, we, we've mm. moved on to the Chelsea already, but we, it, no one is stamping their authority. Arsenal tried and they've got loads of injuries. City just mm. sort of are doing their thing of sort of making it, having some silly results, but just beating everyone by just being better and having more highly paid players than anyone else. Delph looks like he's out of his depth a little bit. Sterling looks awful, but through the the benefits of Aguero mainly, and then a few others, there seems to be. Sterling just hasn't got the consistency. I think he he can be a world beater one one week, and then the next week he, you know, couldn't hit a cow's ass with a banjo. Sounds like a, a Tottenham player. Yeah, <laughs> what's he doing at Man City? Um, going back to the uh, Carabag game. Um, it was hard going, I think. They didn't want to... It, it was quite similar to the the European game against Anderlecht. Away? Was it, no, the was it the home one? 
um, when we didn't really want to that was exert a too game. much. Oh yeah, too much energy because we knew we had a big game at the weekend. Yeah. So we were kind of thinking, well, we'll just take it easy, just take it easy. But the trouble with that is they, you know, we didn't we didn't finish the game off until twelve. Yeah, you know, we didn't get the goal until twelve minutes before the end. Oh, they were awful. I mean, they set up to defend. I mean, it seems like yeah. we had two very similar games, uh, yeah, one after well, another. Yeah, um, they did just try and stop us and hope for the draw because that would have kept them in the fight. Um, well, they hadn't conceded in something like nine hours of football. They'd only conceded yeah. one in nine hours of football. Mm. Um, so, I think it's one of those games we would have drawn nine times out of ten in the previous under the previous yeah. five regimes. So um, it was a very pleasing result. Uh, but I was really worried when I saw the team that went out there. I was really worried for injuries, for tiredness. And then Chelsea came. And I didn't feel nervous at all. Usually I really hate that game. I was chatting to someone on Twitter about how secretly we hate that game. Christmas, uh, New Year's Day. I'm not sure I admitted to this on the podcast. Uh, January the 1st this year, me and Mrs. ASD, we went to Cambridge for the day instead of watching the Chelsea game. Because I thought, I hate it. I'm not going, so I'm not going to watch it got back and I realised it was the late kickoff, uh, <laughs> so I watched it in the end. Um, but what a drab game. I feel like Mourinho sort of won. It's, uh, it was similar to the, the cup final, I thought, last mm. year. Chelsea set themselves up to, to stop us. Yeah. They, they don't want to stop their very little momentum that they have. And, and, um, and a loss there would have just completely ruined you know, like any hope that they have of getting in the top four. Not that they have much anyway. But it they just set out to, to stop us. The fact they played with without a a recognised striker meant that they were playing with they were playing with guys that would work hard because they knew that Costa would not survive up front on his own. No. And he didn't. I think that was no. part of the thing with why we beat them five three because we we stretched them and we just we just destroyed them. Yeah. Was they played to to absolutely congest to the middle of the park and they did quite quite a good job of it. Yeah. What I was really impressed by was how we immediately switched and started playing long balls. And with Toby's ability, we started pinging balls. And Dembele's first touch is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> we were able to break get over the congested, basically the six in midfield to get through to the four at the back. I thought we were unlucky not to get something, but the fact that Mourinho called it their best performance of the season, they had one shot on target, which was, I mean, it was a good save, but the Good save? It was a phenomenal save. It it was an unbelievable save, and it'll be in highlights reels, but it wasn't wasn't a one-on-one, it was... It, it wasn't like a, a, an out-and-out out chance. It, uh, Azard could have taken that. Suarez could have taken that. But there aren't many other people who could have taken it. It was no. one of the... And like we, we totally restricted the champions of England to having their best performance where they had one shot on target. And Pochettino is right where he says it felt like we were playing a lower league team or a lower yeah. in the league team because they were, they were, frankly, awful. It was embarrassing for a Chelsea fan to mm. be seeing that. Um, we looked tired. I thought, yeah. Uh, second half, first half, I was a little bit annoyed that we didn't try and work it into the box a little bit more. Yeah. I thought, I thought Kane was um, sh- like shooting from out- and, and Son from shooting from outside the area a little bit too much. Yeah. Would have liked us to have worked it into the box a bit and have a proper clear cut chance as opposed to hoping I connect with this one type. Oh, that header shot. though, that that Kane that ball was, to the Sun yeah. header was absolutely delish. It was brilliant and. I think two foot either side, and and it was a goal. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Begovic would not have stood a chance. He probably got hold of the header as well. Yeah, 
He's not a bad keeper, is he? All things considered. No, but he got his hands in front of his face, which yeah. was impressive. Yeah. Tell <laughs> uh, so who didn't get his hands in front of his face was William twice after Rose booted the ball, and <laughs> that then Fabregas smacked the ball into him. So Fabregas was awful. I don't know what's going on with him. Well, he's been awful all season. I, it, I can't think. Man of the match. We talked last week about how man of the match is quite a difficult thing for Spurs at the moment because everyone's playing really well. I think it was really difficult to choose a man of the match for that game because no one played particularly. I I thought Sun was really good again. I thought Dembele was fantastic again. Rose was doing his job. But you would think with Hazard, who's been touted as one of the best players in the world, Oscar, um, all of these players who were playing, they were awful. Mm. Luckily, Zuma didn't actually have that much to do. I thought there were pressure points there, but Chelsea just set up not to let us even get to the point where we were asking Zuma any questions. Yeah. And I thought that was very clever. But we ran six kilometres fewer, less, fewer, fewer, fewer than against uh, West Ham. Ca- if you can count, count it, it yeah. it's fewer. As in, if it's got a finite amount, right? Yeah, yeah it's fewer um, kilometres than West Ham the West Ham game which is big I mean if a player runs 10 to 11 kilometres a game on average then that's half a player down effectively it's like playing half without any without a player so you could tell we were tired but I'm very grateful for like even now I'm feeling relaxed in the fact that I know we've got five days until West Brom and then we've got Monaco at home then Newcastle which it, our, our run of fixtures now is is lovely it's, it's not three London derbies it's, it's yeah. pretty bad teams yeah, I mean, we've got, um, uh, yeah, who's it the weekend? It's West Brom away. West Brom away. And then Monaco at home. And then Newcastle, Newcastle at home. Yeah. Points. Nine points. Goals. Yeah. Well, um, I'm going to the Monaco game. Um, I'm going to all three. Oh, Yeah, me. Awesome. So I'm taking a trip up to West Brom with uh, Jack and Mr. Latchford, which would be amazing. But then so, we're splitting. I'm so, sitting in the home end again. So this time you're going to have to have... Um, West Midland music. So have you got the best of Slade? I always think, because of the Christmas, Gary Glitter, I always have to double think about Slade. Um, but no, yeah. I'm not going to have the best of Slade. Isn't the best of Slade one song? And no, we've all heard that. No. no. Mama, we're all crazy now? Yeah. Nope. No? Nope. Really? You you need to listen to a bit more. It's not just a Christmas song. It's some Birmingham, but that's like metal. You, you just, all yeah. the metal bands. Um Who's um, is it? Is it Iron Maiden? Yeah, that, yeah, Iron Maiden. Um, Bands, yeah, from Birmingham. Well, it's West Midlands, isn't it? So you want E L O U B forty. Oh, of course, the Judas Priest, Ocean Colour Scene, Dexys, Midnight Runners, The Move, Sweetheart, Spencer Davis Group, Traffic, Ocean Colour Scene are from around West Brom, the Vikings. A mate of mine at um, my old school that I used to work at, he yeah. was the um, media teacher. Um, he was a massive Baggies fan. Faz- yeah, Baggies fan, also. And, um, uh, yeah, he, I think it's his brother-in-law is in Ocean Colour Scene. Yeah, and, that's amazing. And, they, <laughs> and he's a drummer. <laughs> and, they, um, and they asked him, because they were looking for a drummer, they said if he wanted to be the drummer on their tour. And he turned it down. <laughs> he was, I said, well, what are you doing? He says, nah. Wasn't really wanted to do at the time. <laughs> so, oh, you nutter. So, but, yeah. Ricky Gervais always has a, a, um, a test for how good a band's name is based yeah. on, like, imagining, imagine they're playing at Wembley, old Wembley, when gigs are at mm. old Wembley, where, and now, on the stage, you too. That's good. Yeah. But listen to some of these. 
And now, coming to the stage, live from Wembley, Pram. <laughs> <laughs> Locomotive. Methodemic. Anyway, so I'm yeah. into the dregs of, um, of Birmingham. But no, that, um, should be a good game. Should, we should smash him. I'm going to the Vine Pub. It's the best. It got voted best curry pub in the UK, and it's Ooh. unbelievably good. And it mixes home fans and away fans, which is which is pretty good. Yeah, that's yeah. great. And she's well good. It is. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm thinking possibly that um, Monaco is going to be my last game. No way. At the um, at the current stadium. Oh. Daniel's having so, a party. Bring your vodka, yeah. bring your Charlie. We'll, we'll have a... I don't know if we'll have a send-off, but we'll... Uh, oh, that, that is sad. I'm going to yeah. take home, so we'll... Uh, yeah. We'll um, have to go to the pub first. And most F. Yeah. I'll be in the North Stand. No, I won't be. I'll be in the East. Oh, the moaning East Lower. East Lower's not so bad, because you, so you don't have a, um, a pillar in the way. This is... Tell you what I feel. I'm feeling... You know when we lose and we talk about everything apart from the game? I feel like it's that because the game was so poor. You know what I mean? Um... It was a, the second half was dreadfully bad, considering where we like the Arsenal game where yeah, we dominated it looked as and West Ham. Chelsea looked as if they they were on the rise and we were we were tired. starting to falter. Yeah, we we were tired. We were very yeah. tired. Um, the fact that I don't think it makes much of a difference whether it's a twelve o'clock kickoff rather than a four o'clock kickoff. No. I don't. I'm not going to use that as an excuse. I think um, yeah, it, it's just. It's a long bloody way to Azerbaijan. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it, you know, the, I'm I'm so pleased with the point. I think we can regroup, we can rest, we can um, take our time. I think to prepare for this game, um, Monaco. We don't we don't have to prepare that hard for it. We could rest players and still come away with a draw and win the group. Yeah. Um, although with the way that we're playing, I'm not scared of anyone in the Champions League. Champions finish, League. Oh no, we're finishing not. third. No, no, no. I, I, I sorry, watch. sorry. I'd be scared of <laughs> no, well, Bayern Munich, Bayern Munich and, or, um, uh, and Barcelona. Barcelona. But yeah. yeah, the teams that are finishing third, I'm not scared of them. Can we talk about this? Barcelona? The best, best one of them is probably Arsenal. Yeah, and we can, um, we can have them. And yeah, we smashed them one-one. That Barcelona team, that that front three is the best attack I've ever seen in in my watching lifetime. And I saw a bit of the uh, Galacticos, but mm. I mean. Suarez is one of the best finishers I've ever seen. Messi's decent for his age, and Neymar yeah. is just—it's—it's it's frighteningly good. It's—it's, yeah. it's, but it's so clever as well. The way three best players in the world at the three moment. Three best players. Ronaldo's awful. Thirty years old. He—he's on what? Oh, he's past it. He's way past <laughs> it. Uh, let's talk about why we support Tottenham. Uh, what's your prediction for West Brom? Two uh, 0 I'm going three. I—I I can't. Same. Away from home, I don't think we'll we'll smash them too hard. I mean, they got a dodgy draw against. I just I don't think they're very good. I mean, Berahino, it'd be good to see Berahino, but mm. Ricky Lambert isn't can't do anything. I mean, their the best players are old. That's or, why I said nil. Well, yeah, that's true. I just <laughs> I, I can see us um, cutting this team to shreds. Yeah, I, I, s- I read um, on the BBC Footy Gossip. I don't know which uh, newspaper it was. About a Townsend plus cash, yeah, for Berahino for twenty one mil. Would you take it? Yeah, because total ta- value Towns- twenty one mil. Townsend, I see as well. I I don't see him getting in. He's he's too lazy off the ball, and 
he doesn't fit in with the Pochettino style. And if we want to keep Poch- well, we want to keep Pochettino at the club for a good few years, then Townsend hasn't got a place there, and he's going to have to move on. He's not a ninety-minute player at all, is he? I would not have him for ninety minutes. And he seems a nice guy, and his dad's very active in social media, so we have a lot of yeah. feeling towards him. But he's been paid a lot of money to do a job, which he's just not. Do you know what the, I found out? It was the, it was the um, the League Cup final that annoyed me because I was I was sat pretty much. In the nosebleeds, nice. You Me could too. see the whole pitch. Yeah, yeah. it's like sensory and, soccer. Yeah, and and I was so annoyed that he he isolated Walker so much, just yeah. just didn't help out at, no, not all. at all. And that was, I think, that was the um, the route to the goals as well, wasn't it? Mm. On on that right hand side. Yeah. So yeah, don't blame Walker for for us losing the. Um, He's such an odd player, isn't he, Walker? I find him very difficult to, to understand. I thought he had a great game against he's, um, he's a very against good Chelsea. player. He is. And he's they're 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 managing him quite well, I think. They realise that he's gonna yeah, him and Rose are doing more running on the field than anyone else. Yeah. And but ha, but not necessarily box to box trotting up and back and all that kind of stuff. They're when they they have to properly bomb down. Yeah. They have to sprint. sprint. I reckon they'd probably do more sprints than anyone else. So, yeah, of course they need a rest. And, and, I'm, and I'm glad that they're not playing in the Europa League. Oh, yeah. So. Was Clinton NG the best player to bring on towards the end of the game? Because I, I wouldn't have brought him on because he, he's a player who is quick. He's got quite a nice first touch. We haven't seen enough of him to really understand him. But I would play him when game is stretched, when we've got space to run into, not when you've got literally 10 men, 10 quality players behind the ball. Uh, they weren't really. They in those last ten fifteen minutes, they were going for the win, mm-hmm. Chelsea. So they didn't have a clear cut, clear cut, clear cut chance. Can't speak today. Uh, but the the fullbacks were weren't, weren't committing themselves as much as they yeah. as they would do if they desperately wanted the win. I think Pochettino was hoping that they they would commit more. Or forward. did that force them back to stop them from? Going forward, it and could have done. It did um, let Kane come back as well, who was who was running around right at the top and not doing as much as when he yeah. came back and started influencing. So I wanted to raise it. Yeah, um, I like Ng. I think um, he's the right man when when we're playing the top teams. I think he's the right man for the job because um, because they're always going to commit commit players forward. Yeah, and leave themselves um, leave themselves open. Whereas the the lower teams probably won't, and he would have to try and do them for skill. And I'm not sure if he's sharp enough. Yeah, yet. To, yet. Yeah, yeah. He's he's still getting used to the speed of the Premier League. So I think he's a very good player for probably next season. Yep. Season after that. So I was watching. I mean, I've gone off on a different subject. I agree with you. Um, so I was watching a season review thing that I've got on my computer and they were talking about Modric moved on and with the money they instantly reinvested into do you remember three players it was uh, Vertonghen no No, Vertonghen was already there he was already there Dembele Lloris and Dempsey what I'm asking you now is would you knowing what you know now would you stick or twist would you have kept Modric all these years or would you rather have Lloris Dembele in the few years we had with the juice Still have Modric. Well, uh, well it's no. Tough, isn't it? so I would have Larice. I, I would have Larice and uh, Dembele because you know I love Modric. He's my favourite player. Yeah. But I'm very happy watching him play for Real Madrid, and I'm very happy watching Larice play for us. But we could have got him like 
with the bail money instead. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I, I think we would have still bought Loris. That's kept. not the question. That, you either have them now or they disappear forever. Um, if you leave me now. No, that's not the one. I, the way Dembele's playing at the moment, the way Loris is just best, player best in the world. goalkeeper I've ever seen. The Juice scores, um, Man United, Man City. And, um, oh, and the way Dempsey played for us as well. Um, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, two out of the three were awesome. Um, with the way we're set up at the moment and the way Dembele's playing, I would say stick. Good. Let's go on to the first question. So I put the first question out. Sorry, the, you're going to hear a lot of me talking unless you want to come around and start reading some of these out. And um, I've just basically downloaded... I'm dyslexic, I'm all right, thanks. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do some of the reading then. Um, so I put it out onto Reddit. I said, why are you a fan and have you experienced any abuse? Because I know on Reddit we've got a lot of our, our overseas listeners. That's where a lot of them are. Um, oh yeah, you're settling down. Get in the can, get in the biscuits. Um, so we've got the NYCFC fan. So not immediately, I'm not immediately getting Spurs vibes, but he says he's a New Yorker, born and raised. Uh, parents from South America introduced me to the game when he was young. Basically, long story, he knew an Arsenal fan who was... Now, there's a, there's a lot of C-words, C-bombs in here, so I'm going to use, yeah. use the word Wally. So he said, so <laughs> there's an Arsenal fan who was a Wally, and he told me that he hated Spurs in the history and their fans, so that made him a supporter. Um, Mick... 010238 says my reason for supporting Spurs could be narrowed down to two words Robbie Keane uh, yeah. Enro Stant says in Trinidad where he's from uh, like most developing countries if you aren't Barcelona Real Manuel Chelsea or Arsenal there's something wrong with you he started watching football the year we were in the Champions League so five years ago and it's hard not to fall in love with that team he hasn't had much abuse but there's just people who ask with genuine confusion and pity why would they, he, they would support a team like we've got. It's, it makes him mad that it's not, he, they don't understand that it's about beautiful football or unconditional support through thick and thin rather than glory hunting. And this is the theme that comes through. So Dan Arlington, who's a, uh, he's contributed before, it's his local club, basically. Has he, and the reason he was born in Bush Hill Park, which is only ever a walk away, but my favourite part about this is he... Um, has he received abuse? So sure, up until he recently he lives in Holloway, which is Arsenal territory. And two weeks ago he walked into the Tesco opposite Caledonian Road tube station to grab some food for dinner. As he walked past one of the guys unpacking one of the cages of food, he said, mate, you've got some shit on your head. He stopped, he touched his head, and he realised he was wearing his Spurs hat. And obviously it's been cold. Um, so the guy, so Dan said, do you think it's appropriate to talk to customers that way? And his response was simply, I don't care, you lot are scum, you are all the same, F you lot. Which is uh, very surprising. He, Which Dan, shop was that? This was Tesco, opposite Caledonian. Tesco? Tesco. Oh, I'm, off, I'm off to Sainsbury's tonight. Then. No, no, Tesco's still good. They're one of my clients. But this guy, <laughs> Dan Arlington, said he went to Saint, Sainsbow's. I've never heard Sainsbow, but that's oh. good. Timo, Tim, Timo Tomato says he watched, started watching the Premier League. He's from the US. He wanted to support a London club so he could visit when he came to the city. Um, and... Basically, he says Spurs had a much more intriguing name. The lane seemed much more in favour of the club and supporters with the sayings brandished all over the stands and bail. What do you think about... Oh, no, I'm not going to ask you. You've got a face full of biscuit. Wee Wing says he's from Singapore. He started watching football when he was 19, 20. And he's he attracted by his friends who watched him when uh, he, his friends from the army who watched football. He liked Spurs um, under Redknapp. Basically, Bale, Lennon, Defoe. Over then, he's been hooked. So a lot, he gets a lot of teasing, but 
it's getting easier now. Combat Johnny, friend of the show. There are his granddad's team. He gets a bit of anti-Semitic abuse, but he's quite big, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Sal, go on. No, I was going to say, um, yeah, I think... Because, um, well, both of us lived um, in areas where there weren't... Well, I know you you grew up in Cardiff, right? I grew up in Cardiff, I'm not yeah, from so, so technically, yeah, there were, you know, like kind of... Um, uh, Cardiff fans and things like that, but for me, I grew up in Shropshire. Yeah, we've got um, the biggest club in Shropshire is Shrewsbury Town. So yes, I support Shrewsbury as well. I've, I haven't actually been to the new meadow. I've been to the gay meadow many a time, but um, yeah, I um, every all my mates were supporting United, Liverpool, Villa. Um, I. One mate who supported Bournemouth, actually. But, um, yeah, it was just... It, it, it's, it was much of a muchness, so I didn't really get that much abuse because there were always just a few Tottenham fans around. But you never, you could never really talk about Tottenham that much. Yep, yep. And um, I then got a mate who was a Tottenham fan, so we managed to, to talk about it a bit, or I found a, yeah, yeah. a little Tottenham... Nook, so like whenever Tottenham were on TV, we'd go down the pub and then we'd be all together and then chatting about mm. it. But um, it, yeah, it wasn't until I moved to London that there are actually lots, lots around, like kind of all the time. Um, my, it was mainly through my family that I supported Tottenham. So that's interesting because it was my my uncle and my my cousins. My cousins were all my age, but they lived in London. Yeah, but it's that kind of like relationship where it's a real intense relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. for about three or four days. Hmm. Twice or three times a year, yeah, yeah. so like in the so- in the school holiday. So it's um, yeah, we always used to talk Tottenham and go see them and things. It's my dad or my t- it's your dad or your town, isn't it? And um, my town was Cardiff. Obviously, the Soul Crew, which is the the, the firm um, in the nineties, it was just as bad as as mm. it, it was awful. Um, and there were there were there's videos of the home fans from Cardiff throwing darts into the away fans, and I can't align myself with the that allows that and um, so I went with my dad's team with Tottenham but, but I didn't obviously I loved them and I supported them but it wasn't it wasn't everything it was until I really came to London I was able to go to a game I remember my first game clearly and from then it, it just clicked I played a lot of football and then suddenly I was in It was they were my team they were my love you know yeah I, I started supporting them in 87 but probably started supporting them or getting more into football after Italia 90 <laughs> Yeah, I I started watching a lot more, understanding it, knowing the players. You know, the fact that we had Gascoigne and Lineker playing for us, it was just it was great. And then, well, that's quite a common theme about players, like being able to see Bale and the the Champions League team and and seeing yeah. that. Um, do you think people would be attracted to our football now? I think they will. You watch yeah. that West Ham game. It's the um, the 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 high pressing, the the speed at which we're moving the ball around now as well. We've got a young English lad up front who's scoring goals, and we've got a su- yeah we've got a superb keeper. We've got young a French captain. As well. There's a lot to like as well. We don't yeah. make many mistakes. Let me read some more of these. So swipe and, uh, and everyone likes the French now. Yeah, well, so it's um, I feel like we have to like. Yeah, it. yeah. Well, no, but we, it's um, yeah. They, they, you've got you've got partnerships there. Mm. Swiper33 um, says he first saw them play in person in Milan with his dad a couple of years ago when we had our decent Champions League run. So for a first game to go away in Milan. Now he doesn't say, 
I'm assuming, oh, just his left hand play, so it must have been AC rather than Inter. So he saw the 1 0. Mm. So that's quite a good game to go watch. So he literally says he went, so he went for Zatan, stayed for Spurs. Love that. Mm. Um, TH11 says his dad supports Tottenham, but he grew up near West Ham, but always supported Spurs. Mech yeah. um, 99 says his family from the Enfield area. Um, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of Americans who, who chose it to. So because a lot of their friends were sporting the other teams, or there was also there's a a a, a piece. Of, where is it? Someone's written a piece on how on who you should be supporting. So I can't go to the Reddit Reddit page. It's there. Why are you sporting? Because there's a lot. Th- Thrash Fraser Eleven says he was born in South Africa and lived lived there for ten years and now lives in New York. So he's been a fan ever since the early nineties. So um, being a bit Jewish and he really liked sharing him, it was a natural choice. So his first game was at Wahlen in nineteen ninety eight, a two two draw versus Man United. And you're hooked. Mm. There's people who played FIFA against uh, against their mates who were Arsenal. Naturally, it gives them Tottenham, so they just fell in love with those players. There's just a lot of really fascinating reasons. Um, yeah, I think when um, when, um, when we were under Redknapp, we were playing the most attractive football. It depends what you like. I hated it. I loved it and I hated it because it was there was no control. It was so random. It was so mental. You and for every one you played, like let's not forget the game after we beat Inter three one. I think we got thrashed by Stoke. You know, it was it was unpredictable. Was this? I know exactly what we're going to be doing against West Brom, or at least I know how we're going to go about it. And I love that. I loved it under AVB as well. But then maybe I'm th- more of an exception. It's more the fact that we had more flair players. Yeah, you've got. Bale was just coming through. He was young. He was hungry. He was out on the left wing, and he was putting out in these amazing crosses and scoring a hat trick at oh, at, uh, at Inter Milan. And it, and did you feel like kind of um, when he scored that hat trick? I wanted every, to cry. Everyone, everyone else was just like that. Wasn't a Tottenham fan. We're going. Oh my God, Bale! Where's Bale, he come from? Right? Yeah. No, he's been like yeah, yeah, our yeah. best player for like the last year since he's been in the team and playing left wing. He's our best player. Obviously, no one was paying any attention to us. Yeah, and, I, uh, I don't disagree because the the hat trick really didn't surprise me. Is that is that weird? Like kind of that that he hat trick away in the San Siro and we're down to ten men. Mm. It, it is surprising <laughs> when yeah. you put it like that. But the Bale did what he did. I don't think it's surprising. No, because the way the way he just you know absolutely skinned say, Michael. You've got a team that's pretty much all in your half, and you've got a very quick player with a pretty decent left foot on him yeah he will always be able to find that to be able to run into that space so yeah um abuse i've been spat at on the train by chelsea fans and obviously we've been in um uh we've been in the ground where they've done um see kyles and things like that so mm. it's definitely been present um the funniest one was all the most pathetic one was tottenham chelsea uh, the, we beat them two one a few a fair few years ago now. I had that, and then half an hour later, I had to I have a new cue. Do you remember the the show with the yeah. puppets? Um, the internet's for porn, all that sort of stuff. Uh, and that was a gift for a friend, and I was a I was a I was a guest on a ticket, so I had to be there. Mm. So I had to as soon as the whistle went, I sprinted down Tottenham High Road, which is a twenty minute walk. So I nailed it. Glad you didn't um, leave early. No, well, no, um, <laughs> but we were two. That was when we were two 0 up, and Fat Frank scored in the in last minute, so mm. we were all, always winning. Um, and I ran past. I had some bright orange Nike high tops in uh, on, and 
the guy, there was a, obviously all the Chelsea fans had left early. So I was just running past them and there was a guy who shouted after me, uh, run Tottenham, oh, I had my half blue, half white Villa shirt, uh, the one with the shirt from the game against we played Villa, which had Defoe in the back. He said, run Mr. Defoe with your orange shoes and your orange face, which was very peculiar because I don't, have an orange face at all. So that's the only abuse I've got. I've never, you haven't been on the Saint Tropez? Never, never no, in my okay. life. Um, now, the, the Yid thing's really interesting because I've been called Yid in aggressive terms by people I know yeah. as in banter. Uh, and it's just that levels of racism thing that's mm. really interesting because you look at, I was watching my latest racist target because John Terry wasn't playing, is Jamie Vardy because there's a horrendous video of Jamie Vardy abusing uh, a man from Japan right. in a casino um, and he uses... I'm not the term Jap, um, mm. and he's very rude and very aggressive and very abusive of how he uses it. And it's that, where does the term yit or the Y word fall on that, that racist scale? Because you would, like, you can say Welsh when you can be abusive towards the Welsh, but you can't then yeah. say that about similar words about other nationalities. So the yid word is still a fascinating case, I think, and it, mm. it's still... It's, I still feel a bit awkward saying it because I'm not from the area and I'm not Jewish. Mm. So I don't feel like I've got any right to make that my own. But then yeah. it's a Tottenham thing and it's more than a thing. So how, do you use it in the ground? Yidami? Yidami? Um, yeah, I, I use that. I, don't, I think the, the, the use of the word is not, like when we use it, is not an aggressive, it's not, it's not derogatory, it's not a put down. It is... Being proud of being, of being a yid, being part of. But the, you're not. So if no. I start calling you the N word, is that the same thing? I'm, I'm, um, I'm playing red tone here. Doves advocate. I don't know. I, but black people use that term all they the do. time. But the point is, but, that we're but, not yids. No, but literally. there are a lot of um, a lot of Jewish people that don't have a problem with that word in in Spurs. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, David Baddiel, uh, being a, a Chelsea fan, a Chelsea fan I mean, he's just—he's just annoyed. He's, he's decided to support the wrong team. It's unbelievable. That's, that's the reason. That's the reason why he's uh, why he's annoyed. If Chelsea were known as the Yids, I'm sure he wouldn't take offence. Because they, it's you. It's but the reason why he doesn't like it is because he's a Chelsea fan. When Chelsea fans started using it, it was derogatory. Yeah, but right. we turned it on ourselves and made it. Uh, made it all right. No, 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 I agree. And for a Chelsea fan to come out, when Chelsea are famous for having National Front fans, the National Front used to set up outside Chelsea. You used to be able to see graffiti, CFC NF, which is the CFC National Front. Like it, it, It's just in their history. Mm. It's madness that he can come to us and think it's acceptable to, to start a campaign to stop us using a word that we've made positive when you've got loads of Chelsea, when you've got John Terry as your bloody captain. Yeah. I feel we're getting a bit deep and we're talking about a subject we're not qualified to talk about. So let's talk about cricket. I've had, I've, sorry, I've, I've had um, uh, hissing on the train from, uh, from Arsenal fans as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, um, which isn't particularly nice. It's just pathetic. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Jan Lomu, I watched some of his funeral. Have you seen it? It's, it's, yeah. It's very moving. I was trying to think of who were the players like that. So Lomu, for those of you who don't know, um, just search Jonah, J-O-N-A-H, Lomu, L-O-M-U. He was a monster of rugby. Mm. It's, it's difficult. He's, he's a man. Think of Mountain out of Game of Thrones. Apply him to a game which is already rough, and he was the king. He was the king of the mountain. And he died of um, 
kidney problems uh, yeah. at the age of 40, which was a big shock last month. Um, New Zealand fella. Who were the players that really meant, for me, like growing up and seeing, real Ronaldo is a player I will never not love. Whatever yeah. he does. Real, and I'm talking Brazilian Ronaldo. Yeah. Ronaldinho, Zidane. Fat Ronaldo, yeah. Fat Ronaldo. They're my players. Yeah. Who, who were yours? The ones um, that, I mean, they could be Spurs players. They could be Sheridan. They could be um, Klinsman. I mean, these are the players that meant a lot to me, but they're not big people who made football what it is now. Um, I, I think Italian 90. Yeah. Just Lotha Mateus. Just, just, you know, like kind of the, the goals he scored were from outside the box. Yeah. He just blast them in. Yeah, he he just danced past players. But he was he did it in a in just a controlled way yeah. all the time. Just um fantastic player to watch. Um so, greatest intro of any world of any sporting event, the Italian ninety. The Nesson Dorma, oh, Pavarotti. Yes. So well that's that's for um uh for, for listeners that aren't from the UK. Oh yeah. Uh, it, the BBC did uh, used Nesson Dorma for for their intro to the to Italia ninety, and before every game, you'd hear that, and it used to be my mum's favourite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it got used. Then she was like, "Damn it!" Yeah, but yes. My problem is, so I saw I was three in Italia mm. ninety, so I didn't really, I don't, I can't remember no. it. But I used to watch Mr Blobby as a kid, and Mr Blobby cut, did a a cover, not a cover, but he he did a sketch of it. So there's him dancing like the ballet dancers. So mm. I saw that first. And ah, I, right. it's like I saw Chicken Run before The Great Escape. Just yeah. awful timing. Of course, Maradona as well. Maradona. There just, you go. Um, in Italian 90, just, yeah, and well, 86 to, to 90, just brilliant. Brilliant. Um, yeah, 94, not so much. Yeah. Scored one goal. Um then looked, then celebrated by looking as if he was on drugs. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. He, he had, just screaming into he the had, camera. He had hooves, not <laughs> hands. <laughs> like, like Pinocchio. <laughs> with steam coming out of his ears. Yeah, it was, uh, it was like, oh, we, you know, Lee Evans did the things like, kind of, uh, oh, who, who, who do you reckon we should, uh, uh, who, who do you reckon we should test? Oh, bloody hell, him! <laughs> him! <laughs> um, let's bring it back to Spurs. So now Lamella's back. Dembele's yeah. in, Eriksen's in, Ali's in. Who, who plays against West Brom? Um, and do we rest Kane? He must be knackered. Uh, no, we don't. No. We give him another couple of days off. Yeah, and we know the system that we're playing. We're doing it well. We yeah. don't need that much time on the training ground working on tactics. It's purely fitness and touch. And you can do that in three days. And, the, and to be fair, the first three days, the first two days, all we need to do is relax. No, no, I agree. And, and recuperate. And maybe just a couple of light uh, light training sessions, a bit of stretching. That's a bit of dynamic stretching. That would be all we need to do. Are you a PE teacher? Because you, you should be a PE teacher. Really? Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> so, <coughs> but if I was... If I was a Tottenham coach, I, I would have um, yeah another couple of days off. We've got another, we've yeah this week we've got a free week before the weekend, and then then we've got three, then games, we've got three games again, and that's Eight the days. and that's the the last time we do that before the Christmas break. Okay. So what we do, we'll probably do those three, yeah, blitz them, and then and then we'll have another little no bit of a mini break yeah, before yeah. the Christmas period. Okay, I I agree. Um, Look at, for those of you, because I got 
some flack for hating Tim Sherwood because he's an idiot. <laughs> and for those of you who don't understand why I hated Tim Sherwood, let's look at Aston Villa, whose defending is catastrophically awful because the man only spends time training and teaching attack. If you have a look, the defenders don't speak to each other. They've got no shape. They've got no plan. They've got no tactics for when set pieces. I feel like I'm vindicated in my hatred through the fact that Villa, it's, it's so obvious that there's a, there's a legacy of awfulness mm. and you had to get rid of Kabul. You had to kill someone, effectively, send them to Sunderland in order to get rid of the Sherwood effect. The stink in the place. Yeah. Um, he's, he's very good at um, motivating a team that are doing bad when he first comes into the club. But it's as if he he has about five slogans yeah. or or five, or five like kind of quotations that he uses before games just to get people motivated. Yeah. And then after about seven or eight games that's it. it that's it. He's used them up and he can't use them again. And he's like, "Oh, it's motivation. Got to try and find something new and I haven't got it." So that's that's the problem. His motivation is the opposite of Mourinho. Mourinho goes in and he'll hack his, his best star. He did it to the goalkeeper. What's his name? I've forgotten his name. Uh, Real Madrid. Casillas. Mm. And he, he's doing it. He did it to Hazard or Mata. He goes in, brings them down, makes everyone in the team aware that there's no one else in the club who's above the manager. Mm. Ferguson did it by making sure that no one was paid more than him. He, if he, was, always, he was on parity. But also, if, um, if a player started to become difficult... Sold him. Yeah. Brilliant. Show whether it was Roy Keane, whether it was David Stam. Beckham. Stam was Yapsh- his one. Well, Yapstam, I think there was some... Um, he knew there was going to be a, a dodgy yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, dodgy drugs test there. Um, but if you have a look at Sherwood, Sherwood just goes in and, and just looks after... He just, he just massively massages the ego of one of the... One of the players. He did it to Adebayor. That's what he did. And you look at Ericsson. No wonder Ericsson. Ericsson was a better player than Sherwood. And I'll guarantee you he was a better manager than Sherwood as well. And you can see he was getting angry. And you don't want your best player to get angry when your sort of average player is, 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 is getting baffed. Annoying. Anyway, positivity. Mm. Let's quickly do the quiz. Right. I mean, what TV show did Alan Sugar host in 2005? And 2006 and 2007. And 2007. Well, he didn't host it. He's, which TV show is Alan Sugar in? <laughs> the Apprentice. Yeah. Based in Essex, isn't it? It's, it? it's made to look like it's in central London, but it's not. It's, a stu- it's literally a studio in Essex, apparently. Yeah, yeah it's not. A, yeah. Well, that's disappointing. Mm. Um, who was the chairman before Daniel Levy took charge? <laughs> Great. Chirpy. I don't know. <laughs> Is Alan Sugar? Oh, brilliant. Of course he is. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. It is. This is why I hate doing one-on-ones. That's why I'm laughing. Because if it's one... The secret is to say something confidently and then someone else gets the answer and you get one mm. in three. Are you happy? I'm going to sound like an idiot. From which club did Tottenham Hotspur sign Garth Crooks? Ooh. Um, Garth Crooks. Team of the week he had, last week. He had Walker in a right midfield because he had already had five defenders. Um... Well, he's he's not got he's not got a London accent, has he? No, he's definitely from London. No, is he is he from the Midlands? I don't know. I'm not going to comment on my areas of is England. He from the Midlands. He's definitely from the North. Oh, is it Northern team? Right. Okay. Um, when I say North, I mean not London. <laughs> north, including Portsmouth. Yeah. Um, I'll go with. Um, Forest. 
Stoke. Oh, the Midlander. Never mind. Um, who scored Tottenham Hotspur's first goal against Arsenal in the Premier League in December 1992? I've not looked at this. I don't even want to embarrass myself by guessing. I, I could go... December 92, so... Mabbott. Corner header. Because I, we we, I don't think we were particularly good, so I, I'm assuming mm. we set Am I going to go with Gordon Jury? Oh, it's Clive Allen. Clive Allen. Um, if squad numbering was introduced at the start of the 93-94 season, when was it made compulsory? Oh. oh. The same time? No. 99 to 2000. Recently. Really? Feels, yeah. I thought everyone did it then, because it was the, the whole Americanisation of the, the Premier League. Um, which London club did Gary Lineker score a hat-trick against in September 1989? QPR. Yes. Yes, one in three. I told you, one <laughs> in three. Uh, if you get this, I will, I will give you cash money. I will, in fact, I'll buy you drinks right. on Thursday. At which stadium have Tottenham Hotspur won and lost a European final? Stato was just screaming at the... the which stadium? One and lost? One and lost. In fact, I'll tell you, Tottenham Hotspur won the European Cup, fi- Cup Winners' Cup there in 1963 and lost there over two legs in 1973-74. I haven't a clue. That's why I bet money. I never bet unless it's a set. Uh, the De- Quip, D-E-K-U-I-P Stadium. Obvs. Right. Um, which Tottenham Hotspur player was sent off in the 1-0 loss against Fulham in the 2005-2006 Premier League season. It says Premiership. I can't say that. But it, it probably was the Premiership at that stage, It right? was, yeah. So it stopped uh, being too Premiership yeah. or too... The it, FA Carling Premiership. The FA Carling Premiership, yeah. Um, uh, I, d- I don't know. I'm not Ma- even going to guess. Michael Dawson. Oh, super Dawson. I was, I was thinking about Dawson. I miss Dawson. I really do miss Dawson. I'd, I'd still... Rather him than Fazio, I think. I do just miss his... Because I, I was watching that season review and I saw him score. And he was just... He loves the club. And you can't, you can't buy that. Yeah. Uh, I hope Mason, Mason went off with a foot brace. So he walked out the stadium with a foot brace. So ah. obviously we hope he's well. Um, and it's a good job Deli Alley only had a, a one-game ban. A one-game ban, yeah. Because otherwise... It would t- well, well, it'd be... Well, I'd, I reckon... Um, Dembele would have dropped back then yeah. and then Lamella would have come in and, yeah. and Ericsson would have gone into the middle. Yeah. So I I don't I don't have a huge problem because if something happens to Dembele then you know, like kind of Dembele and um Deli Ali can can play either role. Yeah, yeah. It's Kane. Um if we lose Kane, yeah, we're he's the, the only one really. We've been without Chadley for a while, but we've got I think Sun can Sun is brilliant. Well, Sun can play up front, I think. Yeah, I, yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, I think they they're saying about oh no, they haven't got a Sun. Sun, but and in G's meant to be a mm. forward as well, so I'm not too worried about it. Could even try Lamella up there. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> I, if I was, we were desperate, I was watching. What was, I was watching uh, the great. I oh, know it was uh, one of those. Footballers humiliating goalkeepers videos on uh, oh, YouTube yeah. with a crap Euro beat soundtrack and um, they had Lamella's goal his mm. Rabona I hate it I still hate it I really hate it that, it 
the reason I hate it, dear listeners, is, and you, you've probably heard me moan about it many times, is because that's not what he's there to do. He is there to do it, but he was missing a lot of other things in his game at that time. And I'd rather he did 75% right rather than that thing right and then cock up the rest of it. But it was great to see him back. Yeah. Well, I, no, I think um, he was playing all right when he came on. I don't think he was the right person to come on, to be honest. No, really? I thought he was perfect. Yeah, um, I, the team were getting tired. He's not going to run with the ball quickly at the defence. No. He's gonna, he takes too many touches. He slows the play down. And... And as the as our players were making less runs, less movement off fewer. the ball. Sorry, fewer. Get in. <laughs> oh, my sister always corrects me on that. She 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 is an editor, but oh, you know, um, what's she edit? Uh, it's um, she works for Macmillan. Oh, nice. Yeah, but it's, um, yeah. So she works uh, the website. There. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, she yeah. It, it, what was I saying? I can't remember. Uh, yes, so we were making um, less and less. We were making fewer runs. Yeah. So that means that there's less space for him to pass the ball into because he's always playing with his head up and he dilly dallies on the ball because he's looking for that movement for the pass. Unless he was instructed just to run at them, which he wasn't. I, his 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 harrying, his his aggressiveness, his cover of right back, I think was was quite good uh, for the mm. options available. Um, I think he was a better option than Townsend, for example. As much oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I probably wouldn't have taken Son off, though. Tell you what, I'm looking forward to Pritchard coming back because he, he tore it up at Brentford and I think there's, mm. with, with, the, with the love the youth is getting at Tottenham, I think he, there's a space for him, I think, yeah. especially if we make it through into the latter stages of the Europa League. I watched Monaco. They had, a, I think, a 3-2 win against Lyon or Mar- Olympic Marseille last night, which was quite entertaining. But they looked defensively weak. Um, I'd love to be playing the Champions League. I think we could do it. The, it really um, the Monaco game, mm. like over at their place, we so lost. Al- Didn't we two one? Was that the game we lost? No, we drew. Oh, no, we drew Andalect. We, we lost. Two we one. lost. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. Um, is it Al Shawari? Al Shawari. Al Shawari. He's good. God, he looked good when he came on. He is superb. I would, I would suggest. Here we go. That, is he on loan from yes. AC Milan? I mean, I'm triple check. Yeah, so I. I'm a big fan of El Shawari. Yeah. Inconsistent. And if he can't, if he can't get in the AC Milan team, I reckon he'd do a job for us. Wow. I mean, yeah. Let me have a look. Al Shawari is on loan from Milan. Stupid mm. hair, but he's decent. Oh, yeah. But then again, we have Toby and we have Lamella in our side as well. I, I don't, for me, he's not a player that goes up against them. Mm. Oh, no, 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 no I, meant, I meant just hair. hair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but it's... Um, but as cover, he'd be great to to bring him on as a, he was awesome coming on as a sub against us. He's on a lot of money. That's the thing. That's why he's at Monaco. He's but just on a lot of money. Next year we have got massive, massive money coming in from what TV. Yeah, but I, it's, it's huge. Yeah, no, but so will everyone Next else. Year, yeah, but so what? Well, we go, it, we go for him then. We still we'll still have a wage cap, and we'll like everyone else will just move their cap up as well, like. Mm. He's, he's the sort of player Liverpool would go for, you know. But if we get Champions League, yeah, and that's very attractive. So do I was I was watching Lukaku because I wrote off Lukaku because I wasn't I thought he, nah, he's awesome. clumsy. He's really good. He, I've always rated him. I had him in my I've had him in my fantasy team from day one. He's he's really good. And he's not left it. 
Things I had him as my captain this weekend. I was a little bit annoyed um, that he didn't get... Let's do Fantasy League before we wrap oh, up. Oh, don't, please. Jack got more than me again. Oh, he's an, he is an, I was going to call him a knob, but he's not a knob because it's his birthday. But any other day of the week, Jack, Happy you know birthday, you Jack. Happy birthday, you knob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we meant to do it last week because he absolutely smashed it. But, but he played his triple card, didn't he, or something? Yeah, but I, I played my all-out attack. Like kind of yeah, you know, like only two defenders, and I picked the two defenders that didn't get clean sheets. My oh, other two did. Or like, I had um, Kolarov. I'm in a shocker. Scored, but didn't get a clean sheet, yeah. and and I left him out. I had, I left Alderweireld out because I thought we were going to concede. Yeah. Because I thought Costa's going to score, and I can't see Alderweireld scoring. So, so yeah. So I left him out, and we got a clean sheet. Prize for Quite annoyed. Whoa. Prize for most points this week goes to Ola Holtman on 76 bloody points. That's so many. That's taking her up to 15th. Her or him, I'm assuming. And is it Ola? Ola. O-L-A. Is it? Yeah, I know. So that could still be a man. Yeah, so it, it could be like kind of Spurs Sweden. Type. Let us know, Ola. So yeah. right at the top, 50, sh- 50 shades of O'Shea, Jack Latchford, which is very annoying, 797 points. Purple Kane, you, up 781. Then a bit of a Gap, first of all, listeners, Bradley Briggs at uh, 748, Tony Scott, Brian Sevilla, Kevin Latchford, Mr. Latchford, who's one point ahead of me, then Van, Dan Chambers, Brian Anderson, Paul Burkett, Chris Peace, Carl Woodbridge, Biggie Singh Johal, Ola, Sam Latchford, and then rocking the bottom two places, podcasting legend, Javad Marvahedi, and then podcasting slut, Andrew Rockall, Mr. Sato, our very own guy. What does he know? What does he know? <laughs> uh, let's just check. Cause I, last time I looked, he had loads of Arsenal players. <laughs> I've got, I've got Ertzel. I've got Ertzel and Sanchez. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, does it annoy you when someone calls calls him Ozil? I know he's an Arsenal player and all that kind of stuff. But is that, you and your oh, Pochettino, that's, that's po- Jack's po- got Ozil, which is a he should right. He's banned from the from the top. You can't have. Let's have a look. You've got Ozil. Yeah, Mata as well. He's sort of ex-Chelsea. doesn't count. You've got Vadis. You've got a racist, so you shouldn't... You played all-out attack. Yeah, I did. I went all-out attack. And I picked the wrong defenders. Yeah. I had Smalling thinking, oh, yeah, they'll get a clean sheet. And didn't. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, and then uh, who was my other defender? I went I with... I don't know. It's gone now. Oh, let's stop talking about ourselves, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's wrap... Bloody hell. We, we've stretched this one out. <laughs> Is the name of your new sex tape. You seen that from Brooklyn Nine Nine? It's no. my favourite joke. It's it's the new that's what she said is it's the name of your new sex tape. I'm oh, bloody right. loving it. Yeah, I'm watching the league at the moment. Very good. Um yeah, it's just uh fantasy football but American football. American and it's, football. Yeah. So it's like, like eight eight guys in the in the league and it's a tiny little league and they're they're awful to each other and it Brilliant. kind of takes over their life. It's quite funny. Yeah, it's on Netflix, isn't it? Quite rude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I've been watching that London Spy with Ben Whishaw. Uh, right. It's awful. Don't watch it. It's, it's really bad. No, I like Ben Whishaw. Anyway. I'm also watching The West Wing. That's brilliant. It's not. It's, it's cheesy, isn't it? Rob Lowe's mm. a good-looking man, though. I'll give yeah. him that. He's a good well, um, man. I finished the newsroom as well. I was I've good. That. Have you, you watched not? a lot of TV? I don't watch TV. Uh, I, me and um, the future Mrs. Hearn, um, we... Like kind of get back and like kind of um, watch a fair bit of yeah trashy telly. Luther so, Luther returns on the fifteenth. That's the most exciting. I've thing never ever. watched it. It's the best. TV, it's the second best TV show after The Wire, which is the greatest right. TV thing ever. It's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. So let's wrap this up.
Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for making it this far. I feel like we should give them an Easter egg just because uh, they, they, they trawl through so many... The onion of crap that, that we always finish off with. <laughs> um, a Chris Dingle orange, maybe. A Chris Dingle orange, that's lovely. Yeah, wait, wait until... April before you dish I've out. I've never heard of Chris Dingle before. I thought it was just some No, I, I, I only found that out last year yeah. when I started work. You know, I was working in a school where we did a Chris Dingle service. I've never heard of it before. No, I, well, I, I kind of saw these oranges with the cloves in and just went like, uh, I thought it was, a, oh, right, that's Christmassy. Didn't know that no, it was no. like significant it's and what thing, the, yeah. It? I'm not religious. No, well, <laughs> I, yeah. Um, let's finish this, this show. Uh, as ever, we're on the Facebook page, we're on Twitter. You can find us at Echoes of Glory or at underscore Echoes of Glory. We're all over the place. You can find us. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. Please let us know what you think of the show. Not this show, probably. The last show was actually quite good. So let's, uh, It was. Rate, I, I, I really enjoyed last. Last night last yeah. was good. And I've enjoyed this one. Rate, rate really? us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, rate us. It helps other Spurs fans find us and uh, it makes us feel good. So uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, tell Dan, your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your grandpa. Uh, tell your dog. Dan, thanks for lis- listening and talking. <laughs> I, d- I listened a lot. You did listen a lot. I did a lot of talking. So this is the problem when there's two people. I have to do half the work. When there's other people, I can just stop talking. Um, the future's bright. The future's lily white. Come on, you Spurs. Top free kick at Wembley Aussie's knees have gone all trembly And the Tim requires assembly Danny Montlower Local boy Ledley King Greavesy scoring everything Glenn Hoddle, Chrissy Waddle Lee Young-Kyo Casey Keller, USA Woodgate is not fit to play Tramatini, Cudicini Freddie Canute Gary Mabbitt in Chilin Sergi Rembrandt for the win Run for me, Nick on me, for three stout Terry. Heroes in white and blue. We've all loved you since 1882. Even when I'm feeling grey, despite the tears and pain, I go to White Hart Lane. Lineker playing fair. Modric here, there, everywhere. Pat Jennings, luscious hair. Super Vertonghen. Avliyachenko, number nine. Nine from the halfway line. Villas running 81. Under Twin Towers. Transfer steals Harry Redknapp steals on wheels Legend Steve Perryman MBE Hugo Loris clean sheet Ball at Stefan Dalmatti I'm playing at White Hart Lane Nicola Bertie Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick His football did the trick He showed the world what Spurs could do The League and Cup we won In 1961 Aaron Lennon's lime green shoes Gareth Bailey used to lose Alan Hart and we all knew his passport said to Spain Berbatov, turn and strop Hartsy saving from the spot Beat Chelsea at Wembley, we lifted the League Cup Maradona is a spur We're the football connoisseurs Chaz and Dave's Cockney raised Chirpy the Cockerel Mendes shoots from halfway. Carol Pumbling the same. Clattenburg. Waterberg doesn't give the goal. Abizela's work of art. Tricky Rafa van der Vaart. He's got no head, but we don't care. Martin, Martin, yo. Lily White's from White Hart Lane. 
Red Zosigler sounded just like Zika Getting to the grounds of pain Getting nasty blisters down the Seven Sisters Teddy inter-equalised Ginger Pele in disguise People speak of the technique that Jason Dozel lacked Jamie Redknapp on TV We love Alan Mullery Raziak, don't come back Andersimovic Crenshaw substitution Tom Hardlister's distribution Jermaine Defoe, he's Cisco He's linguistic skills Scott Parker could not try harder Danny Rose is 30 yarder Darren Bent's headed wide Sandra could have scored that Heroes in blue and white We sold Zakora and we dropped Zamora Spurs make my dark days bright But it makes me sad The Steagle was so bad Robbie Keane In the box Edgar Davids Dreadlocks Palacios Stripey Socks Everson Hattrick Dave Mackay Picking fights European Glory Knights Terry Dyson Go on my son Cliff Jones on the wing Dean Richards, John White, legendary Lily White. How dare forget Two dare is to do. Clive Allen, Paul Allen, Joe Allen, Les Allen, Rory Allen, Russell Allen, Allen Gilsey. White on lane. Kazuyuki Soda, Bentley's free kick over. We treat Judas with disdain. His transfer was a farce, so shove him up your ass. Liam Walker's page three go. That's Gomez made super saves, he can shag my wife Edrington loved the cookies And he really loved the cookies Star Wars music and some Wookiees right before the game Heroes in blue and white When I feel depressed in got Ginola undressed Point won't give up the fight Bullfrogs never quits, you can be sure of it Robinson's long shot AVB's deep spot David Howe's on the prowl in the FA Cup Andy Sinton's England call Michael Brown starts a brawl Peter Crouch, eight foot tall Jürgen Klinsmann's dive Arsene Wenger's dodgy vision Howard Webb's bad decisions Raman Vega playing Sega Sandro's kung fu kick Eric Torsten looking swell Espen Barson Leonard and Smith and Shippers bound to score Give me more and more and more Heroes in white and blue We love to win style We've done it for a while It's better to rain playing high Then our football story Will echo with glory Lily White and White are main If the budget allows The anchor will be ours Thanks Dave Hudson 44 we were here with my boy a beer Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick His football did the trick He showed the world what's best to do The League and Cup we won in 1961 Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain I get to white hot lane To win in style, we've done it for a while It's better to aim playing high Then our football story will echo with glory